This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. All right, welcome to the Dine Local SD podcast number 33. I'm your host, Kelly Orange, and we are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Today on the show, we have Johnny Rivera, co-owner and co-founder of Hash House of Go-Go and owner of Great Maple. Welcome, Johnny. Hello. Hi. Hi. We made it through Thanksgiving. Yes, we did. <laughs> we sure did. Um, we also have uh, Dine Local Cat with us today, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, Hash House, let's start there. Okay. <laughs> That's the baby. That's the baby. So, when did you guys open? Uh, you know, it, it's technically 2000, but 99 was kind of our, our launch pad, but 2000 is when it yeah. hit. Yeah. And you guys are located on Fifth Avenue. 3628 Fifth, yeah. Yep. Um, so, that location has spurred many a a following of of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of more hash house babies around the world. Yeah. Well yeah, it's a trip. I mean you kinda just uh you write a song, you know, you put all your energies, all your experiences into it and you don't really have expectation for it to be birthed more than that. But uh all of a sudden you kinda I think within the first six months we kinda my partner Andy and I looked at each other and I think we've just used the E chord correctly. Um, so how did you come up with that concept well on its basic form i mean uh so andy beardsley my partner uh he's from milford indiana and um so i'm born and raised san diego um and by nature we just were kind of uh messing with the morphine of the our two energies, which was basically twisted farm food. And so, you know, I was twisted (laughs) and he's the farm food. So, you know, we kind of basically, you know, influenced by meats and agriculture, the Midwest and, and, uh, you know, mama, stuff your mama would cook, you know, stuff that he grew up with. uh, And then, you know, my experiences and and morphing the two. And and that's basically how it was, uh, was born. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a real experience going in there. So it's, you know, hashes and mm-hmm. gigantic plates yeah. of food. <laughs> you know, it's- well, that, that really, what's funny about that is it wasn't the muse. It was never the muse. And, and ironically, things got a little bigger as it went along. It was almost like a, you know, like Grandpa Fish story, you know, and, and it became a, a <laughs> thing that just kind of happened. I mean, we, that wasn't, you know, the taste profiles and, and using uh, the recipes and the influences of, you know, uh, Heartland American Things done like an urban twist, you know, uh, that was the muse. So it kind of ended up being like, oh, yeah, you know, the pancakes are as big as a man. (laughs) You know, we had a lot of fun with it. So it's kind of like an ACDC album. You know, you just don't, you you know, you don't apologize. You just, this is what we do. Right. Yeah. And and, and not not that apologies needed, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, it is, you know, it's what we do. Yeah. It just came. Yeah. Came about. Yeah. You don't want a ballad from us. Right. Yeah, so um, everything is, I mean, l- like larger than life servings. Mm-hmm. I love going there because mm-hmm. I can have breakfast sure. for multiple yeah. days. Um, and the flavors are always on point. I mean, you know, over the years, I think you guys have had, you guys have specials oh, quite yeah. often, mm-hmm. you know, every and day. every day. So, but you have like this main staple of a 
menu sure. that you go off of, um, designed by Andy. Yes. Yeah, Andy, uh, you know, obviously being the muse of the food and then myself, you know, with, uh, you know, how we're going to apply it or, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, drinks so how much- and graphics and all that stuff is what I've done. Uh, and obviously the, the cocktail program and all that. But it, it's kind of just uh, getting it, you know, we, we started with breakfast, lunch, dinner, and brunch. And um, we kind of got in New York Times for six months doing our dinner. Mm. And, and so... Our main jam was, you know, uh, lunch and dinner in a way. And I knew we had to be successful for lunch to survive. And nobody had really done it in the area. It was really difficult. So ironically now, because of the the acceptance and the maceration of brunch and breakfast, we now do seven-day brunch. Because we, we just we completely discontinued <laughs> lunch because we were arm wrestling everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get French toast? Can we do this? And so um, – yeah, that's that's kind of the irony of it. That's how it was built one way, and then we kind of adjusted. Because you know, I think a lot of ideas, you, you put it out there, and then how people want it to be, you know, they'll adjust you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 I was kind of wondering how much <laughs> how much of has changed over the years of of that. So you started out wanting to do very specific. Yeah, I mean, meal you know, times. most of our awards in the beginning in, uh, were were dinner, and uh, and it was it just brunch just began to just have. You know, revolution. I, I really feel, you know, everybody in town uh, and really nationwide, I mean, they were kind of like, uh, you know, you're not serious with culinary if you're doing brunch. If you're doing breakfast, you aren't really, you don't have the, you don't have the tools. You're not, mm-hmm. you don't have the, you know, it, it was not, it was kind of frowned upon. So we basically, you know, really took it by the horns and said, you know, we're owning this. This is something that we really feel really in our wheelhouse and uh, just comes naturally. And even even fighting against ourselves, you know, f- with dinner. I mean, brunch is really our jam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you guys are you guys open for? So you're open till two o'clock, is it? So we do seven thirty to two, two thirty on the weekends, and then reopen for dinner uh, five thirty. But we're closed on Monday nights, mm. just so we can you know bring the ship back into harbor and you know, yeah, <laughs> do all the maintenance and everything. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So you Hash House has been open for seventeen years, eighteen, eighteen, yeah, yeah, which is an incredible feat, especially yeah. in San Diego. Was it? I mean, when I I live in the area, sure. so every time I drive by, if I'm just driving down to go somewhere else, there's a line out the door. Um, you know, every time we go in, it's pumping. Yeah. The staff has been there. You have a lot of the same staff that's yeah, been there. Absolutely. Um, has it – oh, from an outsider's perspective, it looks really easy. Has it always been that easy? <laughs> Have you always had a line out the door? What, how long I, did I it take? I think the, the byproduct of hard work is the site of ease. If it, if it works and the things are uh, coexisting mm-hmm. uh, properly, particularly the ethos, when it wor- the ethos yeah. works, it should look easy. Sure. Uh, you know, for Andy and I not to take credit for that, but ultimately it comes from the top. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've done – made a lot of decisions that were based on the right thing. And opposed to the, the spreadsheet, yeah, and um, that's paid out in dividends and in goodwill, and and that's something we never take for granted. I mean, trust me, I, I never ever wake up any day just taking it for granted and not and not doing what we got to do to continue the ethos. So to have people working for us for eighteen years, sixteen—I mean, that isn't just uh, that's not luck, right? That's a lot of intentional decisions being made. To make sure that we have a good environment, mm-hmm. and and then in addition to that, everybody that works there, 
I can guarantee you can sit down and have dinner or brunch or lunch with them, and they're interesting. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're good. They're very intelligent. You know, they're cool people. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, as, because <laughs> I've known you for, yeah. I don't know, 12 years oh, yeah. now. Um, I've seen that, and I, you know, the all the people that work there, they have such pride in their jobs, and they tell that it's it's an extended, like, I feel like extended family in that yes, group of people, you, you know, you so it's it's really a testament to, you know, the way that you run things, you guys run things mm-hmm. over there is that everybody is important and it's not just about serving the, the food, you know, and like the end game of, of you know, trying to make a successful restaurant. That's part of it. That's part of it. Right? And it's not a hat patch. It's not a, jer- a jersey patch. It's not a shirt yeah. patch. It's doing it, you know, right. and, and uh, our, our employees would, would call us out. If we weren't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're doing it. Yeah. 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 It's really fun to be a part of that and to see that over the years because it's been, yeah, 12 years is crazy. It's been huge. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And you know, it's funny when it, when we were hitting, when it came out the gate, you know, we were, you know, we'd have just such crazy Christmas parties. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are we, P. Diddy? I mean, we're like, you know, giving away TVs and Hawaii trips. And we, well, eventually yeah. we had to kind of reel in, like, okay, wait a second. <laughs> You know, uh, my wife's like, hmm, interesting. What are you doing down here away? (laughs) Simmer down. (laughs) Better think about ourselves a little bit. (laughs) Um, So when did Great Maple open in San Diego? Uh, What, about almost five years ago, I think? Okay, wow. I remember when that opened. It doesn't feel like five years ago, but that's great. So I remember when Great Maple opened, one of the first things that uh, people were talking about was the maple bacon donuts dancing around the dining room on the board. yeah. So is that – well, A, is that your brainchild? Yes, it is. All right. And that's amazing. <laughs> and so, you know, it seems like a lot of the restaurants that you open have these very eye-catching experiences. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you how you come up with those or what part of, in a restaurant's success do you feel that those play? Because it's very talkaboutable. It's very Instagrammable. Um, well, I think you first have to find the muse, the honest reason why you exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think just like with anything, you need to have uh, a long paragraph on your intent, meaning your body of work, and then you have, need to have riffs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, that when you say eye-catching it, to me it means that there's something that you're intrigued with without having to ha- know the and understand the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having – it's very important to build it. I sometimes blame to be, you know, Chef Carmine would always say, God – you know why? Is, why is it so complex? <laughs> you know? and, and sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm a little, uh, you know, guilty of that. You know, but ultimately that's my complexity of, of, of uh, you know, doing the riffs, uh, some of the, the honest, simple applications, but then having the nuances was really kind of the great maple muse. Yeah. Basically, it was uh, an elevated dining experience put in a package of accessibility. Mm-hmm. So a brasserie meets a diner. Which is a dinette sure. in my mind, um, which people are like, "Isn't that a small table?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know, but it's what I'm calling." <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and and once again, it's funny because then brunch took off again, and dinner was actually our muse. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I'm just, I, is it, you know, I wanted it's great maple. I wanted to kind of get out a little typecasting too. Like after Opie and Andy Griffith show, you could mm-hmm. be Ron Howard, the producer. <laughs> director. So, you know, uh, Great Maple is kind of like, uh, if I use a metaphor again, like my the jazz album mm-hmm. and uh, Hash House is the ACDC album. Nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so how much does music influence you? Pretty much a lot, yeah. I, you know, I, think, yeah. I, uh, I think my true blood's starting to come through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so do you, I mean, so I guess uh, Great Maple, it opened in Newport Beach first. Yeah, correct? so there was a dead restaurant that was happening. I got called up to kind of uh, help them out and uh, and – you know, I was like really apprehensive and then I kind of got to know them and they're like, okay, you know, I'll kind of turn this with an idea I had, uh, turned it up there, uh, successful. And then like, Hey, let's, you know, do this down in San Diego. And, um, you know, it, it's an interesting thing because it's a blessing and a curse because I'm not sure why, you know, things that I do need to be multiplied. <laughs> <laughs> and I've actually, I'm at a real intersection now intellectually that, uh, I think there's a problem with that in in its nature. Mm. You know, you don't go to Italy and at this cool little restaurant off the beaten path and go, hey, you need 20 of these. They'd laugh in your face, only right. one of me. And so, you know, m- managing macro is, is actually uh, really lame. <laughs> <laughs> the micro uh, application is visceral. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyways, I'm – a little cathartic, I guess, today. But I'm going to go with it. <laughs> Let it lay, out. Lay down, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's a lot of work you have to put in for, you know, all the. So, how does, like, because Great Maple, I don't even know how many. Or I mean, Hash House, I don't even know how many. You have. Well, there's 11 total. 11. Yeah, now. Um, and. Uh, and, you know, there's five in Vegas and three on the Strip, you know, one right across Caesar's Palace. You yeah. Know, um, yeah, so that's a 400-seater. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. So how do you – how much involvement in those do you have? Or Well, you know, Andy and I had a great deal of involvement, obviously, uh, but we have um, – you know, we made a conscious decision. Uh, we had seen – at least intellectually, we felt that if we ran with that growth – We'd be a long way from home in a bus with nobody. And mm-hmm. so we we felt like to keep the ethos, we'd stay at home, metaphorically, if you will, here. And, and we grew out the restaurants with a uh, with a team and then a joint venture partnership. And so um, – and, uh, you know, a couple are licensed directly to like Harris. But, uh, you know, we made a decision and, and you know, it was – Hard, you know. My at the time, I told my wife, you know, I'm not sure. We're not going to know if this was good or not. I mean, this is before anybody. A lot of people had opportunities, you know. Um, so we had a lot of opportunities came our way before the scene really developed in San Diego. So we had to make some decisions. So yeah. So that's what's going on. Yeah. So we don't. We we definitely are. I mean, I'm flying out next week. Um, but you know, we have a lot of great people running them. So you, yeah. So you don't have to necessarily. No, it's not. Be you can't. And I'm not grinding. I, if the refrigerator goes out, I don't know about it. Let's yeah, <laughs> well, that's a pretty <laughs> good decision. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a workers' say. comp, I don't know about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, you great. put the people in place, the yeah. teams that you need to handle it, and and you know make make that decision to not have to be involved in that. Well, I think too. you make a conscious decision that minutia kills in the uh, the the brainwave of creativity, mm-hmm. and you know I think. Uh, restaurateurs are constantly arm wrestling the spreadsheet versus, you know, the cus- you know, the literal customer reaction, you know, and yeah. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, you get too far on one on the spreadsheet side, it'd be real dangerous yeah. to what you do. <laughs> Trust yeah. me. Yeah. I see it. Um, so 
Tractor Room. Yeah. We talk about yeah. the beloved Tractor Room. Oh, yeah. Um, what year did you guys were open for 10 years? Yeah, a decade. Yeah, that was that was an amazing experience. Yeah. Um, what was what was the catalyst for that? What made you decide you wanted to open? Well, you know, I I, I always wanted to do a bar. Uh, Andy wanted to do more expression with his food. Um, we both wanted a place that we could drink. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's a place that we wanted to drink, and we had a hard time finding that. You know, mm-hmm. I would come back from all over places that I would go and go, you know, why, why can't we have this? You know, um, I also have always been fascinated with the, the actually between the real exports in America, which is jazz and bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I felt like we needed a bourbon bar and I felt like we needed to have, uh, and I, I really, you know, if nothing else, you know, people can write history or whatever, but I know that Andy and I had a big part in the revolution of cocktails in this town. And, um, and I, I, you know, we were really stoked to do it. It was, uh, it, it really, we wanted a bar. And then, you know, once again, brunch <laughs> took off. Yeah, I know. I All about know, the know. brunch. Yeah, exactly. People just love brunch. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think um, that your cocktail pro- program was, you know, the beginning of a lot of things like fresh fruit used yeah, in absolutely. cocktails. Um, I remember this event you did with for ranch with Rancho del Sol oh, Citrus. I love that, yeah. And it was just gorgeously late. I mean, all the the things that you do are so thought out uh, from beginning to end, and <laughs> or at least they seem that way. <laughs> they are, they are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So um, it's just always uh, uh, such an interesting walking into any of your creations and kind of being a part of that feeling that you get, the sentiment you feel in there, and then. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of curious that you know you guys decided to shut that down, but it's all the same family, so you know, like everybody moved to. It's a really hard call. You know, I mean, um, if I if I could, you know, beg the forgiveness of of putting it into a, like a relationship, it was yeah. it was uh, it was just a beautiful relationship. But you you, it's almost to protect its beauty, you need to walk away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want it to morph. Andy and I didn't want it to morph into something that we didn't intend it to be. And um, it was extremely important that we were there constantly. And I, I feel like in the latter, you know, 18 months, two years, you know, we weren't there as much as we wanted to be. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, with so many amazing people from Brett Morris to Neve Scott to, you know, I mean, it was just such a family. It was amazing. And, and I felt like we did what we were supposed to do. You know, it's like, you know, we were the Joy Division of Cocktails. There was Interpol coming up. <laughs> and uh, it was time for us to let Interpol do their thing. You yeah. know, I mean, I think it was just time for us. We did. We, we did our sentence. And I think it was time to gracefully walk out. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was one. You were always there. Yeah, Whenever I'd go, you know, I could say hi to you there, you know, there. and yep. yeah. So it was, um, I think, uh, it was, it was a hard to say goodbye because I mean, I had my thirtieth birthday party. I know there. you did. I know you. <laughs> so uh, for me, it was hard to say goodbye, but at the same time, it felt right to me too. It just felt right. I don't yeah. know why. You know, it's kind of like graduating college or high school. Or right. It's like, you know, who's the 28-year-old dude uh, narc at high school? Like, you, should, <laughs> you know, you should have left. Yeah. You know, I think we just we just kind of, you know, we did our thing. And, yeah. and I don't think we could even actually take any more oxygen. You yeah. know, I mean, it was we, – we had really lived it. Yeah. And and had an amazing time. Right. It was a specific time and place. That was it, man. And for there. us too. Yeah. You know, you can't – you know, that's the thing about the moment is it – 
you got to enjoy it because you know what? It, it's passing you or going through you if you're uh, cognizant or, or not of it. Right. And I think for us, I think it would have been kind of a nostalgic thing to keep it rolling. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But it's kind—it's of, really fun to find – I'm really fond of the memory of it in my head, you know, thinking back going, oh, yeah, I was a part of that. You know, like I – I I was there often, yeah. <laughs> drinking and yeah. eating brunch. But isn't that <laughs> and cool? Eating dinner and you, you know. can encapsulate that memory, yeah. and you can, you you aren't allowed to contrast compare it mm-hmm. to the now. Right. Right. You only have the memory, yeah. and that's really the decision we made. You know, yeah. we had another ten years, you know, options and on the lease, and we could have continued. I mean, that was the plan. But mm-hmm. you know, Andy and I sat down, and it wasn't e- easy. And we just said, you know what? For all these reasons, let's let's pull it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you keep it at that level of done deal. It's al- always that good memory. Yeah, you don't have any of those. That's right. But like, it didn't ever start to go downhill. Yeah, you don't like, want oh, a bad God, album. Just let yeah. it, just let <laughs> right. it die. That yeah. It'll break the band up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were. Uh, Probably three years before that closed was when was when Great Maple. Yeah, started. so coexisted with that, and then yeah. you know, I mean, if anybody you know any restaurant tours listening, I mean, they, everybody knows the inertia, the energy, the pound for per square inch that has to be pushed to get something at a cruising altitude. And yeah. you know, I would say that could I say that it was um, took away from track room? I mean, I think you could analyze it maybe, you know, because I had to, you know, we, we I had to switch some gears, but. Uh, I, my intent wasn't that. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, we I was doing all that at the same time. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cats opened a couple of restaurants. Yeah. I, the cruising <laughs> altitude is the perfect phrase. You're it's like, the truth. It's all it's, turbulence on the way. It's out. all bumpy, and then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, it evened out a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, there were there were moments of. You know, my GM, Brie Maloney, or or, or uh, Executive Chef Carmine Lopez, you know, where we were just, you know, outside, like, you know, uh, I had to pull them from jumping off yeah. the bridge. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that, that that's the thing about restaurants is that once you have earned those stripes, you're a platinum member of mm-hmm. the organization forever if you're there or not. You right. Know? And because that beginning episodes are, are just intense. Yeah. Which um, I – Kelly and I never pre-write questions mm-hmm. for these interviews, but we had like so many things True. we wanted to ask you. We pre-wrote <laughs> we can wonder yeah, for we're like, we should get some ideas on paper. <laughs> and uh, one of mine was, I used to work for the Cone Group, mm-hmm. and I'm friends with Arsalan from Consortium. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're here joining us. And, and these are three big restaurant groups that keep opening restaurants, and they continuously are successful, mm-hmm. which is really, really, really hard to do. And so, like, if you could summarize, like, what is your formula for success or, or what makes the risk worth it? Or how do you decide to to keep opening locations? Uh, I think I might, you know, I, I have, I think when you're sitting in my shoes, I think you begin to have even more and more appreciation for people, like you mentioned, that continue to open restaurants. You know, I think they were a little bit, or I maybe even a little bit more archaic about it in the sense that you know, it's a, it's a, you're following the idea, you're following the muse, the catalyst. You know what, what makes you tick? I'm not looking at it economically. I'm not, right. and frankly, that's dangerous too. Right. Uh, but um, I, I see it as like an opportunity of a catalyst that grows, and then the people around you want to give them opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, fulfill their dreams within the overarching dream of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets, uh, 
it gets a little fuzzy when you're talking about, you know, what's now and what what's what what is present in the environment. Like so often people like see an idea, oh, I went out to Montreal and now I want to do a restaurant like that. I, I just trip out on that. I'm like, I why you do that? You know, right. I, I I think sometimes I think maybe the concepts that I'm involved with are almost very difficult to succeed because they're not like, hey, this is Italian. Mm-hmm. Or the, it's always like, what the hell are you? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Food, Twisted farm what? food and dinette. And, and so, you know, um, I don't know. I just follow the ideas yeah. that are coming through. Uh, and then it seems to me like every three or four years, I, I can't, I have to do something. Mm-hmm. Can't sit still. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Um, Eventually, I'm not. Though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I almost had it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I live really close to Hash House and Tractor Room when it was around. So I frequented those spots sure. very often. I used to. I was telling Kelly, I'm like, oh, one of my fondest memories is I used to pick up uh, two pancakes to go, and they'd mm-hmm. arrive in pizza boxes. That's right. And then we, my friend and I, would just sit in my apartment watching football on Sundays with our pizza, and we just awesome. re- eat right out of the pizza box of pancakes. <laughs> um, but. Uh, but lately, what I've been doing, I'm a little bit farther away from Great Maple, but I love Carmine and I love the food and I, you know, I love breakfast. Sure. So um, I've been ordering it on Postmates. Oh, it's awesome. And we're not even a member. Yes. Really? <laughs> or maybe it's Uber Eats. I don't or know. Some, I'm a yeah. member of all yeah, of them. Yeah, that's cool. But how how has that affected positively or negatively your your business? Because I do it a lot. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think this is a wild blue frontier. And, uh, and by the way, Chef Carmine uh, is uh, – has recently left, oh. and it's now uh, Chef David Lemus. Oh, oh I love David uh, yeah, Lemus. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we, we Carmine really, and I are, are, are amazing. You know, we're, cool. we're just. I think it's after that tour, like Vietnam. Yeah, we need to take a break, and we're going to do something again. Awesome. But um, but going forward on the question, is it? I, I think we have to. I think technology, in general, in life and in at, in restaurant, we need to manage this. Mm-hmm. I think we have a a real impasse with. What's going on? The uh, human experience. So, for instance, um, economically, I, I don't. We don't need to get into the rights and wrongs sure. of these systems because they're they're still not vetted. We don't. I, we don't yeah. really know if you're making money. On right, it. right. But I, I also appreciate it because you may want you may get the food if you're not into going out to dinner. Right. The only thing is, is that the reason why I got on into this business is because when I was a child, it was. Uh, it was an amazing thing when we went out to dinner. It was uh, it was not our house. It was not our apartment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Uh, it, it was nicer. Uh, it was air conditioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have any of that. And the human experience. I'll never forget. You know, my relatives and my mom and everybody like laughing. They laughed more at a restaurant. Yeah. And I think the human experience of the restaurant is what drives me. Mm-hmm. And I hope that people don't just mail in their experience. Sure. You know, and I think if you go, if you go to a restaurant on average twice a week, mm-hmm. cool, uh, and you do Postmates or whatever three times, that's awesome. Yeah. You're eating three times more at a restaurant than you normally would. Right. But if you stop going to the restaurant, I think that's when it might get a little bit of an issue. Yeah. Definitely. But I haven't seen that yet. But right. you know, I think it's still managing. Yeah. No, it's that's- interesting. I I eat at a restaurant and not one that I work at, but like I go out to eat <laughs> at a different restaurant. Uh, at least five times a week, but there's something about like a Sunday breakfast delivered to my door. That's that I'm cool. a sucker for. No, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Angry. Yeah, I, I, like I love when well. I could be driving in the car on my way home. I used to drive back and forth to LA a lot, and I could order 
dinner to arrive. And pretty right. much I got it down to a science. Yep. Like <laughs> My wife would be like, what the heck? <laughs> There's arriving at the same time. I'm like, well. Yeah. <laughs> so I use that yeah. stuff too. Yeah. Well, that's a really interesting perspective, I think, too. Because, um, you know, your restaurants feel like you're going into someone's home, mm-hmm. yeah. too. They you know, So uh, I think it's that um, feeling of being invited in yeah. sure. to a space that – you're going to get that restaurant experience where someone's going to take care of you, but also you feel like part of their family, and they, you know, sure. they really want to serve you great food and enjoy that those times and laughter, and you know, so like that's how Hash House right. and you know Great Maple, which sure. are two very different concepts mm-hmm. to me visually. Yeah, they are, um, and emotionally in some degree, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean. But but I think I think it carries through, right. But I think I think that that after the seventh eighth time at a restaurant, you may not be going back on the ninth time because of that food. You're going yeah. there through the experience, absolutely, uh, or maybe that server and or mm-hmm. or the bartender. And that's something that I really uh, I hate the word, but I to preach. You know, it's like, look, man. I mean, you know, when you go to somebody's house and there's a bad vibe, like they just had an argument, you can you can mm-hmm. sense it. Yep. So you've got to give that 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 bear hug uh, yeah. uh, emotionally when people come in. Yeah, yeah it's ex- extremely, and that, and the other thing is you got to keep the violence out of the restaurant business because it's a violent business. Yeah, and so you know you've got to, you know, treat your people right, and and the language that you speak to one another uh, is extremely important because yeah. you know be, because you're working side by side by everybody. You gotta, it's yep. got to be a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I go in and I get <laughs> greeted by Robin and yeah, Faith, Absolutely. you know, and and I know Bob goes there every morning That's right. for breakfast. He's our man. Every single He's our morning. Man. Yeah, we every love single him. Morning. So, you know, it's it's you you have to want yeah you know, when you want to go back, it's just yeah. uh, you know you feel like you're going to your friend's house. Yeah. <laughs> really. Well, and he he identifies that, and, and he talks. Our employees talk more to Bob than we, you know, because it used to be always him and I talking and. Mm-hmm. And uh, and surprising, you know, we haven't Andy and I haven't done this together. We're still going to need to do it together. But um, you know, it's surprisingly, we haven't done this for a while, given that you know we're kind of OG with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but but we just you know what he does, Bob, and what you're doing. I mean, you know, we this is why we're in it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that relation. I mean, there's that relationship. relationship leaks leaks into all all the things that you do. Um, and you guys have had a really long, <laughs> long, yeah, time, long time, really. yeah, yeah, big time, <laughs> you know, yeah, two um, more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I will actually I was like, bring this is me. the perfect, this is the perfect <laughs> part. Yeah. Segway. Um, do you have any idea how many potato, potatoes and <laughs> rosemaries you use in one year? Well, how many pounds? You know, rosemary itself, you know, that was kind of Andy's signature to put it on. And, and, you know, it's funny because rosemary kind of represents, uh, you know, remembrance. It's like a, and it's kind of an interesting herb. You know, it used to be used for, you know, signifying somebody's uh, life, and 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 kind of, a, and it's kind of a cool signature we we've done. It's it's a weed also to some degree, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and at the same time, uh, you know, we give a little bag to take it with you, so you can have three different ways to use it, like throw on your barbecue, or put it under your chair and seat uh, in uh, your car, or whatever. But um, to answer the question directly, um, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> potatoes, I know we use a lot, uh, and we we make sure those potatoes go home with everybody, and you know, yep. um, biodegradable goods, <laughs> yeah. you know, to go stuff. And what's cool is, you know, we've we've even won recycling awards. I mean, we're we're real serious mm-hmm. about this, and um, 
you know, uh, I don't know about the potato. Yeah. So you guys can see on screen if you're watching this on Facebook. Um, we're on their, the Hash House Instagram. And you can see most of the dishes come with a biscuit and a giant sprig of rosemary Love coming out biscuits. of it. So um, before this or this morning, Bob gave us the from November 1st, 2016 oh, yeah. to November 1st, 2017. <laughs> 1,843 pounds of rosemary. Oh, yeah. At just Hash House yeah. San Diego. Uh, the red number two potatoes. That's 100. a lot given they're late, light. Yeah. That's a light herb. <laughs> yeah, a it's a really of... light herb. <laughs> the potatoes is 127,000 pounds. Yeah, well, we're keeping year. Idaho working. <laughs> America's work is what we're doing. And then uh, watermelon, which is also um, huge item, huge yeah. item on your drinks and on, yeah, on the side of all, almost all the plates. Thirty-one thousand and one pound. Wow, that one pound was me. I right. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So really fun to see, man. Those are just like that, like real iconic parts of your yeah. your menu. Um, What's your favorite thing on the menu? It's it's really hard to kind of you know define that given that you know they're like kind of your kids. You know, right. you can't pick which one. But sure. you know, I, I got to say that. There are a few items that uh, that are just, you know, like the Snickers bread pudding, mm. stupid crazy, smoked ch- uh, chicken chowder, Ooh. unbelievable, uh, and the sausage gravy. Yeah, I mean, is is uh, in- incredible, and I think you know everybody has their uh, forte, and you know I don't think you can be everything when you're a chef or or even a, a you know a bartender, but. I, I think that like those particular items, uh, Andy just uh, he nails it. Yeah, I mean there's awesome. quite. I mean there's a lot, but I mean sure. you know, those are just like stupid cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the the specials you guys have are and and the chefs. How much um, I guess creative freedom you know do you give the chefs on creating those those dishes in collaboration with Andy or you mean like specials? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a it's a real thing. Um, you know, we used to be on all that stuff, like, nonstop until everybody's kind of spawned into the culture. And then now you give them free reign. You know, like uh, Gray Maple, um, you know, Chef David or uh, Michael uh, Andres, uh, both kitchen managers. Uh, you know, we give them a lot of latitude. Uh, Hash House, uh, Mario, the uh, cam there, uh, Mario Perales, he does tons of uh, specials. Uh I give latitude the bar, the bar with Faith Taylor, uh, Robin, Ashley Theodore. Faith Gray. Yeah, Yo, Faith Gray. I'm sorry, <laughs> just had the wedding. Yeah, so tons of latitude. I mean, you you yeah. want that, right? I mean, you want them to express themselves. You want the, it's it's bigger now. Mm-hmm. You know, you want them. So that it really, if you go in today, it, it's most likely one of their specials that I've you know they're or or stuff that uh, from the library what I've created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. So how much of the food? stuff do you have part, take part in? Because I know you're like very design oriented. You have, you know, you're very specific about mm-hmm. how things look. Well, with Great I, Maple, I created, you know, uh, you know, a good majority of that. And uh, that was kind of my, my jam, you know, uh, with, with Hash House, the food uh, is being collaborative, but, but that's, that's really Andy. Yeah. So are you, tra- are you, have you been a trained chef or are you, no. you just over the years of, well, you just you love know, doing it. Just been in it, yeah. yeah. And uh, but that, that that's the thing, you know, where where we 
like with Chef Carmine at Great Maple, that was our collaboration. You know, it would be like, you know, um, a bass player and guitar working together to write a song. I mean, I hate to keep using that metaphor, but yeah, yeah, obviously that's where I come from. Exposition. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, that's uh, – you know, so there. You know, it's hard to define who did what when. So, but in that particular case, you know, Chef Carmen and I did. You know, a lot of things. Yeah. But I was the one that said, "Hey, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. This is what the menu is." You know, and of course, I've developed uh, over more than a couple decades of cooking myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just it's what it is. Yeah. You know, you know how you want things to taste. Exactly. You can. You're able yeah. to. Explain it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, taste, my yeah. taste buds are definitely elevated. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Great Maple is opening in La Jolla soon. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is going to be crazy, I'm sure. Which yeah. You're like full steam ahead right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an interesting thing. You know, I mean, that, that goes back to my earlier conversation of the macro. So I'm really trying to step away from all those things because uh, I – so I've really compartmentized it. Uh, I mean, not to bore it, anybody today with it, but it's really just uh, you know I want to. Uh, I've kind of made a decision to step away from some of the, the that front line thing, so I can continue to be creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's a good decision. That's, I yeah, think. that's awesome. I think that's one of the hardest decisions <clears throat> you probably yeah, have to make. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, you know it's been a, a definitely a learning experience to uh, you know do it twice and then have, uh, you know, similar but different outcome, you know. Uh, so I think the key is is uh, I'm more – I think I'm – after this, I'm more interested in like 65 seaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little more, yeah. a little yeah. more intimate. That's my yeah, favorite. Think, yeah, that's kind of – you know what, I'm just – 65 to 85. Yeah, yeah bingo. Sub 100. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm headed. I like it. My mind. <laughs> it, that, that vis- it's hard to be visceral with macro – Mm-hmm. And and, and yeah. you, you spend twenty three hours a day trying to keep up with that, you know. Sure, right. Um, Kat had an interesting question about. Oh, is it the bonus question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're already to the bonus round. Yeah, well, bonus. you know. <clears throat> Do your employees get super buff from carrying around those giant plates of food? <laughs> Good question. Because <laughs> they're. They're hell of Yeah, I mean, you know, Hash House employees are, are, you know, they're we're all coal miners, you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, uh, they're, they're tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, they're, they're not allowed to carry more than two okay. plates. So, yeah. um, you know, but yeah, cool. cool. So way back when, uh, the funny story is that we when we started, uh, you know, we would you know, Hash House a go go, and people were like, dude, that's name is whack. You're not going to make it. People were like, you know, don't get it. Don't know what you're doing. You know, we were buying uh, like seventy dollar plates. Mm-hmm. You know, Damn. we used to have these India, uh, pardon me, not India, uh, plates made in Italy, and for the pork tenderloin and some other items for dinner. And and we just that's how we just birthed this thing. It yeah. was like we just we completely threw out the handbook, or or probably better yet, we never read it. Mm-hmm. So we just were like, <laughs> this is what we're doing, uh, and. And so the plates, you know, once again, they weren't like – we wanted kind of a, a canvas. Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, here's a big plate. Right. Deal with it. It was like we wanted a canvas. And, and actually the, the, the quantity of the food actually uh, was not as big as it looked. It just was on a big plate. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, you know, they're, they're, they, they, the employees now, I mean, they're just so used to carrying them. It's mm-hmm. not even a thing. You know? Cool. Yeah. And we brought down the some of the sizes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. How did it morph into the skillets? 
uh, you know, that was always the hashes. Mm. They yeah, were always yeah. in uh, in that, and um, yeah, that that was, and then we really took that to the next level of tractor room because we didn't even really have a plate there. It was yeah. Everything, <laughs> everything was skillet, yeah. yeah. Which you know, when we first opened, it was like that was definitely part of why we went over budget. We're like, how much did we spend on skillets? <laughs> yeah. the, the bright side is we didn't have to replace them. <laughs> right, that's the thing. Yeah, they're heavy and, yeah. and you can't really break yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um. So what is your favorite part about your job? <laughs> Do you have just one? I'm sure there are many things, but. Well, you know, it's funny is it, you, you know, like place. I used to come, you know, from music. So that's what I used to do. So, you know, record labels and, you know, you know that's what I did. And, and it, I remember just having an idea at 3 a.m. and writing it and then taking it to the, the band. And then it would take that time frame to. Uh, stitch it to make a bigger quilt. Then that quilt had to be taken to market, which is some a pair of ears had to appreciate it to go, okay, that's good. And then you had to record it, and then it had to be translated the same way. So you almost had to, you know, you have to play it like the way you meant it. And then it would have to get to the people, and uh, and then would they even like it? So what I like about it the most is the very short distance between an idea and application. That's probably my favorite thing, which is 3 a.m., I can go in the office at 5.30, put it in play at 6, somebody's dining on it at 7.45 in the morning, and somebody high-fied at 7.51. <laughs> they dug it. Yeah. That's cool to me because yeah. that's a short line. Uh, and that that kind of uh, – that round of, of execution and actually, frankly um, – admiration or or like or maybe at 752 maybe i realized it didn't work (laughs) so it's just that's what i dig the most yeah quick turnaround to either success or yeah try again yeah that's (laughs) yeah i mean yeah to really have to to apply yourself in in that in that window the petri dish is cool Mm -hmm. yeah so as a musician um were you right you were writing music and bringing it to you yeah and and you know i was a drummer yeah too so a lot of drummers. Oh, girl too. Of drummers are drummer? here. <laughs> we always every every episode where there's music, music somehow. I know, there is such a music linked and industry. Food, yeah. What well, is it is linked? Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you, what was the change of when you were well? And you, uh, well, you, first of all, the restaurant business used to be like you know what did you what? do wrong? Why are you in it? <laughs> right. You know and how did you screw up? Now it's like you know people are like walking with little crowns on their head everywhere. Yeah, like yeah. you know I'm amazing. Like what are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, so I don't really know that world, but um, you know, I started playing club clubs when I was fourteen. I was a manager of fifteen. Uh, I literally gave myself till uh, twenty eight. If I hadn't made it on my terms, you know, done. I think I got dropped from the last label at right at the beginning of twenty eight, and uh, that was it. And Andy and I had made a promise we'd work together for, and we'd made a promise to one another that we would try to get something rolling because we had we were just oozing ideas and. Um, and he's a special man, you know. He's uh, probably one of the most unique chefs I've ever met because he's cool. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and it uses analogy again. A lot of times, chefs are like guitar players, you know, <laughs> hard to work with. Uh, and um, so, moral of the story is that uh, 
you know, I'd been, you know, gone to school and, and all this stuff simultaneously and been in music and, and, and wine industry and all that. So I was like morphing the two careers together mm-hmm. until I just dropped one off and said, yeah. that's it. So so you worked in restaurants? I owned my own yogurt place up on uh, Washington, Mission Hills when I was 17. I, you know, I had, uh, you know, <laughs> I, had, I, I was know always an entrepreneur. So, you know, I just, because out of necessity, you know, mm-hmm. I you know, we if I needed to get uh, glass. Some new shoes, I had to work for it. You know, I had three jobs when I was, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like grandpa. I tell my son, <laughs> like grandpa stories. But, you know, just kind of work my way through. Um, and everything was just, everything I've ever done was just forged. It really wasn't, you know, there was never like, here you go. Right. Uh, so I, I just dropped one off. I quit music completely. And um, Hash House, basically 29, found that location. And uh, the first year of operating, I was 30. Nice. Boom, done. <laughs> yeah, awesome. you make your own way. Yeah. Yeah, a studio apartment. I think I was making 500 bucks a month. You know, mm-hmm. we were, you know, at the time that was my girlfriend, now my wife. But it was like, you know, we were, we, we you know, it's truly actually pretty cool, you know, American story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we had nothing. We we maxed our credit cards. Uh, she stuck we, with you, huh? Yeah, yeah. How about that? <laughs> Andy sold his car. I sold my car. It was done, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We would have been baked if that thing didn't work. How did yeah. you meet Andy? Uh, we worked together at another restaurant, and, uh, you know, I was GM. He was a chef, and um, we just said, you know, that we really – I mean, we really enjoyed working mm-hmm. with other. And we both were different, but there's similarities to us. And mm-hmm. But when our pistons are firing, uh, it, it, we work really well in tandem. Mm-hmm. Not one argument. We've been working together over 20 years together. Uh, We make a point of it. Not that we haven't felt like it. We just make a point of it, you know? So that's the key to our success. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt working with Miss Neve. (laughs) Yeah, Neve was rocking. Yeah, miss that girl. She's awesome. And she's doing extremely well. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, um, I I told her, you know, I think you should really get out of this business. (laughs) I remember. It's kind of, you know, and then she just... She's I'm like, glad no. she didn't listen. Yeah. She's like, no, <laughs> she's rocking. She's pretty, pretty hard headed, but yeah. that's what was so fun. I think working with those those kind of people, you know that that you enjoy working with so much because they have that s- strong sense of they know wh- what they want and they they go get it. Yeah, <laughs> and they're you know they they have that same kind of um, sensibility where they see they see your vision, but they also want to bring something of theirs to the table. Yeah. You know, to to make it just that much more like of a collaboration. Yeah. Well, I think, I think our operations too are more like riding like a bicycle. Like it's, you know, it's 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 a real natural thing. And then so when they go to these other places, it's almost like a motorcycle. I mean, it's like it's easier for them when yeah. they leave the operation. <laughs> so she was able to apply herself in a new operation in London and doing extremely well. Yeah. But, you, but the, the ethos of her company is kind of similar to what we've done. Mm-hmm. You know, real important. The front line, everybody's important. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's cool. For sure. Um, well, thank you for coming yeah, on. Thank yeah. you so much. We appreciate it. Um, you guys can go to Hash House of Go Go. Oh, there was one more. How did yeah. you get that name? <laughs> can't, so can't it's basically, you know, old style food done new. It's basically, uh, you know, uh, the red flannel hash from way back when. Basically, whatever you had. That was kind of the thing, you know, would make it new. And that was it, really it, Hash House of Go-Go. Um, cool. And, uh, you know, it, it's <laughs> – no, 
somebody could yeah, – I remember a cop uh, walking by and going, what the hell are you going to do in here? And I'm like, look, it's just food, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, What's funny is about it now is it, I think when we came on board uh, – you know, it was it was it was perceived like what the heck are these guys doing? And and I think we've really changed, you know, the brunch game. And I think a lot yeah. of people just kind of, you know, and now it's like it's you, you, with you know hash nothing. That's not a trip now. No. I mean, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, people it's do things name. all the time now. Uh, but I think when we started, uh, it was pr- it was pretty. We were in uncharted territory. Mm, yeah, particularly with a name like that, right? Yeah. And a Judy brought producer Judy brought up something earlier. She was, or no, it was you. I was, I was I searched Instagram for, just for hash house, mm-hmm. and there was all these other hash houses. And I was like, what are these places? And I was like, oh. That's all weed stuff. <laughs> oh, you mean the ones that like rip on a, yeah. the name? Yeah, yeah. We we were kind no, of, it's just oh. just like uh, like weed businesses now because that's oh. such yeah. a huge oh, weed thing. Is, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant weeds around. Oh like, no, no. no. no I, well, I know that's true. Yeah, I was which like, is oh. actually a. Uh, un- I think I should get out of this business. <laughs> <laughs> That seems like a Pretty winnable. Yeah. Of them that way. yeah, that's one of them. There it is. You think about oh, it, it's so primitive. You know, this this business model is so primitive selling food. Yeah. And, Absolutely. Uh, so in closing, I, I definitely want to throw props out to specialty oh, and, and, and all of you. And, and look at where we're at right now. I mean, this is crazy because if you look at the vision of what specialty always was, but mm-hmm. then, you know, Bob's – Ability to be able to continue <laughs> to transpose and translate yes. his 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 uh, way of doing things into the now. Yeah. So here we are. We're sitting in this you know podcast, podcast interviewing all around you know yeah. uh, the the primitive business of selling produce and goods mm-hmm. to the absolutely exponential, just unbelievable <laughs> inclusive thing. You yeah. know, it's a movement. I guess what I'm trying to say and. That's that's one of the things we're most proud of him and and his brothers and all you do, and that relationship is uh, galvanized forever. Yeah, yeah, for so. sure. I mean, it's. I feel there are some similarities between you know you and Bob and <clears throat> and the creativity and the forward thinking and the ways that you guys are you know bring bring people to really together to want to to. Do something, do something bigger than you know. Yeah, <laughs> than you well, can uh, even even imagine, you know. But see, like th- these kind of things don't make sense. Like if somebody said, "Hey, you know what? Uh, we're gonna, or, hey Bob, don't we need some more trucks? Are you really <laughs> gonna build a podcast center? Like that's right. how." But then it ends up becoming a larger swell than it would have been than just two trucks more. Sure, or whatever, right. you know? I mean that's that's the thing. You build so, you build on ideas. Yep, and you know. Uh, I think when they're honest, like what he does, it's going to work. But uh, Merry, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all the good Here we go right into yeah. you know holiday season where here it's going to be crazy for the restaurant. I can't so. believe it's happening already. I'm not ready. I thought it was. I thought it was just April. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what year but, it was like an yeah. hour ago. So. That's right. Well, I think it was had some of those places that you were looking up. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I know right? <laughs> Yes, and we're down on that, girl. <laughs> so you guys can find more information at hashhouseagogo.com as well as thegreatmaple.com. Um, also, you can search them on Instagram and Facebook for more information as well, and you can see their gorgeous food. Um, also, go out and visit them. Um, Great Maple has quite a few locations. The San Diego one here is on Washington Street. And then um, Hash House is on 5th. That's right. So. Yeah. 
go down and visit, enjoy. And um, you guys can find out more information at DineLocalSD.com and on Instagram at DineLocalSD. Thanks a lot. Thanks, John. Appreciate Thank you so me. much for coming in. Thanks a lot. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you.